You're listening to the Super Flexible Podcast. This is episode 84. I am Two Drink. I am back in here. It feels really good. And of course, as always, uh, my new swag is here. Flexing it out. Hells yeah, it feels uh, good. I'm pretty stiff, so I'm, I'm trying to get there. Is it the Monday uh, blues or? It's something like that. I just I haven't got my Super Flex on in so long. Oh, I love it. Well, you were, we were, it was like two and a half weeks ago. When was the last super flexible? It was that mock draft. Yes, that was a lot of fun. It, it was too long ago. So, yes, I'm a little bit stretched out though because we, we played some just dance tonight. So I got it on. Nice. No, you will never see videos of that. Quarantine life has done weird stuff to the, to the, the Swags family, huh? Dude, I came out in, so I had some gators, you know? Nice. And, um, I put some long johns on and some boxer, <laughs> put some boxer shorts on under my long johns. This was last night. This is no bullshit. Put my, um, just for the kids, put my long johns on under my boxers and then put those gaiters on, kind of like they were leg warmers, you yep. know? And then, because um, I don't have, you know, I was just trying to be awesome. And then right. I took this cool um, red, white, and blue bandana, rolled it up like a, a headband. What? And I put the blue generic Ray-Bans on that I stole from my daughter's bedroom. And <laughs> um, Painting I, a I, picture. Top, I, love I it. topped it off with a Tayshawn Prince jersey. Oh, wow. Throwback. Tucked that bad boy into the boxers, and I danced my <laughs> ass off. Oh, man. The I'm going to have to talk to Mrs. Swags. There's got to be out. some pictures there. <laughs> You, wow. you may never know. That sounds amazing. Quarantine life. I feel like 4th of July, that, that outfit needs to be popped back out, too. You're telling me you didn't do that last night. I did not do that last <laughs> night, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. There might be something along those lines in the future now. I don't know if I can up that, but I, I might attempt it. Dude, I tell you what. The kids freaking loved it. That's what it's all about. So it was worth it. Yeah, have a good time, get silly, get goofy with the fam. They were not expecting it at all. Like they had an appointment. They <laughs> told us like is. there was all of a sudden a, a dance party. We were invited to. I nice. got ready, dude, and I showed up. Also won the costume outfit party, so it's good. good I job. I better have right, <laughs> but winner. So what are we doing here? We don't know. We're getting super flexible. Yep. But I wanted to ask you a question. I talked to you a little bit about it earlier. So weird. Is Andy Dalton a buy low? I just, I, when you said that, it definitely caught me off guard. I, uh, why? Why not? Why? What's what, your, what do you what's want? What's your process behind this? I don't care. I, okay. Right now, I'm not, I'm not worried about the cost. Why okay, is he a buy low? There's the, there's the obvious one that you could, anybody could say that, well, if Dak gets hurt, you've got a starting quarterback, a pretty experienced one. That's pretty awesome. Okay. If they don't sign Dak, because it looks like Dak might walk. Maybe. I mean, I think he, he, right, so he has put him in a, himself in a situation where he can test the market next year at least. Mm-hmm. So if, if that doesn't work out for Dallas, you could see Dalton go in there. But meantime, I don't. Dalton's not going to be in the situation he was in this year He's also not going to have to wait around like Dak. He's not going to have to wait around for Dak to sign. Dalton's going to be looking for a starting job next year, even if it's for a year or two. He didn't just not get a job because of being Andy Dalton. He's still like a, a decent vet quarterback. I mean, he can manage the team at this point. Sure, and the Bengals like didn't release him right away either. They kind of right. held on to he had him. No opportunity to get a job. A couple quarterbacks went and signed, and then then they released Dalton, so they kind of did him dirty again. Yep, no opportunity I, I to you. get a job. Do, ne- is year, is the Dalton signing more power move from Jerry to Dak, or? Well, I mean, you know what I mean, I think it's just a a great move for by them. You know, honestly, for the money they spent on Dalton. They've mm-hmm. got they're they put themselves in a good situation for this year. I think they'd really like to sign Dak next year if they can, and then I think Andy Dalton will be the one going to a different team. But I sure. think that they will be the first one to have an opportunity to sign Dalton. But that would be if Dak goes. But I think that I think honestly, and just that's a situation where 
I mean, why not get Andy Dalton if you can have him as your backup? A team like Dallas that I think is hungry and wants to make it to that next level actually be a winning team. Um, yeah, why not? I, that just worked out for them great. And now they are in a situation, though, where if Dak walks, pulls Kirk Cousin, like some are saying, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Dalton wasn't that bad last year. I mean, he really no. wasn't. That that team situation was awful. Yeah. Um, and he still lit it up in games. So I, I don't think Dalton's washed by any means. I, I, I mean, I like it hate. as the insurance policy, you know, for Dallas because they're putting a lot of pieces together and, and you know, kind of playing cap numbers and, and trying to go after it right now while you yep. can. Do you know who outside Andy Dalton, who the backup was there? In, oh, man, it was like, what Ryan Finley at one point, Jeff Driscoll. No, and now in Dallas. Oh, in so Dallas. Like if, if, uh, so Cooper let's say Dak's going and then he it? goes down. Cooper? Yeah, but he's not Cooper there now. Or, oh, uh, Kelly. Is it Kelly? Who's there? Nope. So now we're at Clayton Thorsten and okay. Ben Dunicki. Exactly. So I, I like we, it as that's the a fun trivia game. 32, <laughs> 32 backups. 32 backups. And you would have never got to Ben Dunicki. No, I would not. So I, I hear you. Like a, a team of built now to have the veteran presence there to to at least know that if something happens, that team can still win. And, and what do what do you think we have to pay? But it's a long like, con. It sounds like to you, like you're you're waiting on it to to kind of pay off more next year. Then yeah, if, if yeah. You believe in Dak playing now. So, so you're well aware I've been buying Dalton all off season, and yep. and I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, this totally freaking backfired on me, and. And I'm like, okay, so do I just approach the DAC owners, like sell out, like get a get a twenty twenty one third? I I don't know what to do, you know, or where you're at. But then you start like you kind of got to slow your roll, not think so much about what's happening now because Dalton's worthless now. The twenty twenty one third is not going to help you now. I don't want to say it's worthless, but it's not going to help you now. So twenty twenty one, I mean, it's not crazy to think that Dalton's going to help you more than that third. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I would definitely pay that. You you think anybody's giving that up right now? I, I think like if you have Dalton on your team at this point, you're probably just holding, right? I don't think everybody's thinking like this quite yet. I think they're kind of thinking okay. he's done and he's a backup, right? Would I you mean, have Dalton or Cam? Would I'd rather have Dalton because he has a job right now, or you believe in what long term prospects maybe even even this year, but. Cam team. and Jameis Winston had all the time in the world to find jobs, and they did not. Well, Jameis is is in New Orleans for one year, but right, yeah, yeah, but 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 he he didn't he didn't get screwed like Dalton did. Is my point there? Not that he didn't find a job, but he didn't get screwed like Dalton. Like he had right. the whole There's season a shorter to find a job, and he's still a backup. Job. Yeah, Dalton didn't have that opportunity. Cam had that opportunity. Winston had that opportunity. I think at the end of the day next year, I think that Dalton puts your team, not your fantasy team, your NFL team in a better situation to win week in, week out than James Jameis Winston does. Yeah, that's the mis- there's the mistakes aren't quite as bad. So that's I think that true. he will demand a fair salary of, of not too much. Maybe like a Nick Foles, like eight to ten million, which I know you th- all think that's a lot of money, but it, for a starting quarterback or somebody that's going to yeah. go into the season, air quotes, fighting for the job, but assuming to have it, he so he's getting eight to ten million while Jameis is out there trying to get fifteen to twenty, and nobody wants him, and and, and I think that Dalton is going to be more desirable. All right, so stay stay. You you mentioned Foles, so but maybe a similar situation or at some point where do you put Trubisky in this mix then is Trubisky a buy low is it, maybe he's beaten out by Foles and he goes somewhere you know the following year if you can get him for nothing is is he not he's not on the same level there for you mm, no I think that Mitch is somebody that I, I definitely want out of um mm-hmm. kind of mentioned before if if I can package Mitch and Foles together that's kind of the only scenario I really want them I have um a lot of Mitch shares here and there sprinkled in. I don't have any sure. foals at this point. Um, and I usually go to the full owner first, or I'm just willing to be done with Mitch because honestly, we've seen what could happen this year with the guys we just mentioned, like Cam and Winston and Dalton and how quickly it all ends. And these are players that have been more successful than Mitch. 
I'm a little bit worried about his future and where he ends up. Like, is he just a very lucky Brett Huntley? Oof. You know what I mean, though? I mean, honestly, like, is he just a very lucky <laughs> Deshaun Kaiser who's been put in a situation where he had more opportunities than these guys did? I actually have a Brett Huntley share. Like, but you know what I mean? I got recently, but it's just because of offense and opportunity of of people saying Kyler is small and can't hold up to that. I don't necessarily believe that, but at somebody that even in Superflex leagues is on your waivers, I would bet for zero dollars. I don't know. That's another one that's it that's costs me great, absolutely though. nothing. Yeah. Nobody's looking at that. And that offense right is gonna is gonna spread it out. Like it's a worst case scenario, but I don't mind I'm maybe people don't like doing that. You know, no, I, mean, I use think, up a roster spot that way, but well, I, I think yeah. that you should stop them and let them know how important it is. Then, I mean, especially <laughs> the 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 investment you have in Kyler Murray, if you're not going to back that investment up with a little bit of insurance, I don't yeah. know. You've got something you can drop for. I, I think that's a excellent idea. I mean, I don't even have what if I don't have behind Kyler? my Murray shares. Yeah, sure. If you know, if you have the space, I'm not I'm not as willing, but yeah, absolutely, like. I'll be hitting my search engines tonight just because you mentioned it for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I I get like protecting it, but I'm almost willing to take more stabs at it when it's not mine. Because then if I see something on waivers, I don't mind throwing it and you know what I mean and throwing that piece out. But in the meantime, I'm gonna hold that that kind of player because it is it's zero on waivers even in deeper leagues. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you do have Kyler Murray. Especially you, the one bringing it up, and you you don't go make that move, and then Kyler does Mm -hmm. go down, that hurts your heart. And then I go spend my fab on him and then get a first from you for him just because you're so hurt at the moment, and I take advantage of your vulnerability. And I I mean, but I mean, we like that offense in general. We like it more because Kyler's there, but we like that offense and and what they've done before they even added Nuke. You Uh know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just something that we could see easy points. We saw guys like Jeff Driscoll at the end of the year scoring a lot. Dang, I mean, all right, so I think right before the playoffs started last year for fantasy, um, I came to you and and told you I was having a problem of I didn't want to trade Jeff Driscoll away for Gardner Minshew. I I mean, we've talked a thousand times in between, you know, in between that. So I'm sure I'm not saying you remember that, but. Mm-hmm. And I, I told you at the time, like I was literally starting Jeff Driscoll. And at that time it was, uh, I think Foles had just come back and taken the job. You know what I mean? Or they, yeah. they said he was starting that next one. So like, I literally needed to start Jeff Driscoll that week and that next two, I hate it for me now, but I mean, right. I made playoffs and ended up winning it. So you, sure. you mean, you can look at it both ways, but if a guy like Jeff Driscoll can be that much of a cog for your team to move forward, Brent Hunley at zero, you know what I mean? It's just one of those ones where, yeah, I think he could come in and have fairly decent production fantasy-wise uh, given circumstances there that you got for nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great move. Are there are there any other guys like that you can think of off off the top of your head? Like Huntley and those guys are more like Sure, Dalton-ish. or just is there, is there anything? Yeah, Dalton, either way. I mean, I mentioned it a little bit um uh, man, I think when we were mocking, I don't know, I've mentioned it, but Anthony Gordon, I know that that sounds super gross, but he's the second guy. He's the only quarterback in Seattle outside of Russell Wilson. Right, which is just crazy. I mean, you know, and that's maybe where you see Cam going to back Russ up, maybe. But but I'm saying, like, if, if there's nobody there, yeah, I'd go take a shot at Anthony Gordon. I mean, that might be the kind of situation where, like you said, worst case, Russ goes down. Maybe they explore free agency and try to find a quarterback like Cam at that point to take that mm-hmm. that role. But at this point, he's the only one there. So, yeah, I'm going around and I'm looking at those situations a little bit. Chase Daniels, another one we mentioned, but he's on the older side of 33. But Stafford's shown problems with health. Chase Daniels, like we've said before, looked better than Mitch last year in the Bears offense. It's not sure. crazy to think that he could come in and step in for the last two or three games of the year. Worst case situation, man, I want I want Stafford to stay healthy and, so bad this year. But but you know what I mean, yeah. though. No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So yeah, um, I think there's definitely some guys like that. Like um, what again, is, like, more so prone if you have Russell Wilson. Just 
just use up an extra wrestler spot and, and hold that. Yeah, like Joshua and if Dobbs. You have, if you, know? you have taxis, then he can easily sit there, and hopefully you never need to grab him off yeah. of there. You know oh, yeah. Mean? But just leave him there, and that doesn't even burn up a spot. Yeah, yep. And, I mean, Anthony Gordon's probably owned in a lot of your leagues right now. He wasn't drafted, so, um, yeah. I don't know, Joshua Dobbs. I, I have a lot of gardeners, so I've been going around and getting him. I'm gonna. I want to come back there for a second, but I, I want to. I've seen one that you've been doing recently, um, or at least in a few leagues, especially when you acquire Haskins mm, yeah. um, and going and getting Kyle Allen, who came over from Carolina with Rivera, who's the right. head coach there yep. now. Yep. Is this? And and I know we've probably talked about this somewhere together at some point, but even moving forward now, is is that just a backup plan or is that something that you could see especially with all you know covid and all that crap going on yeah where Kyle Allen even starts the year yeah like you said he brought him from that offense um he could by all means know the playbook better than Haskins i mean he does i mean right Haskins had a, apparently a horrible time trying to learn it and you know the coach that's not there anymore calling him you know things like uh, what's just dyslexic and that kind of yeah. stuff? It's crazy. And uh, the, the, I mean, yeah, you could see some frustration. I want to believe in the throughout the season where... so much, but that doesn't feel great. The more you look at it, you yeah. know, to me, would would just maybe it's just yeah, and maybe he has a couple of games to start, and then and then helps Haskins along. I think Haskins is maybe is Haskins doesn't talent. do good, and they all of a sudden throw Kyle Allen in just because he can pick up the playbook better. Right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I I think I'm glad you mentioned that one. I think Haskins, if you if you own Haskins and you haven't thought about Kyle Allen, because I know you did when he came to the team, you should be trying to get him right now while people are forgetting about that a little bit because it shouldn't cost much. Um, maybe you work out another deal so it's a little bit more fun than just getting a backup quarterback, but that's the bad thing because Kyle, Kyle Allen left the season a starting quarterback, so he's owned. It's not like he's on your waivers or anything like that. But I don't know. What okay, do you, what do you want? Well, let's just for a second. We've mentioned quite a few quarterbacks here. Let's say for some reason we're in a shallow league and all of them are, are on waivers. You're only allowed to get one. Ooh. Who are you putting your money on? So everybody we've mentioned so far. I guess that includes Dalton, right? So it's probably where you go. That's probably where I would go. All right, he just got taken in front of you. You don't have enough money. I'd probably go for Kyle Allen. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. But then That's strong. That's strong. But then what else did we say? I mean Anthony Gordon, Huntley. Huntley. Yeah. I like the Huntley one though. I do like that. That one But you you take Kyle Allen cuz you maybe there's a, a sooner start point. Probably a sooner start point if it's going to happen. Yeah, I think Allen. that that could yeah. be a vulnerable situation. Especially early with all this in the playbook, mm-hmm. but and I like the Anthony Gordon one kind of as a sneaky play too. But that should cost you nothing, and right? Well, and same with Brown. If you're ever in a situation though where like you're listening to us here and you're like, "Ooh, Anthony Gordon, okay, I do own Russell Wilson." Like, we're not just saying drop anybody on your team. Like, if you're not sure, like, sure. of that player, like maybe holler at one of us or anybody you see in the Twitter sphere and maybe like get a quick price check on that but i'm happy i can find almost on any of my teams somebody to drop for these guys yeah there's plenty of people i have one or two you know on on them it's just because we're dropping antonio callaway right yep i've done that yep i mean so i have players like that though that you're looking at now and you're just like okay why do i own this guy like man it would have been nice if this panned out but he's a knucklehead or he wasn't as good as you thought or whatever but I know. I just so saw players like that. I just saw in one of my leagues because uh, the rookie drafts going on, and and I was trying to do like a waiver, but I didn't realize like it was you know what I mean. There's still a couple picks left, and like yep. I still have a Deontay Foreman share. Like, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'll swap that out for Anthony Gordon, right? Yeah. <laughs> and even you know, even I mean, if you have room for three or four or five of these guys, like don't feel greedy, don't feel silly. Fill your rosters with some of these guys because. In a worst case, I mean, shit happens in preseason where you're all of a sudden saved by right. a backup. I mean, Gardner Minshew, Minshew who we've all like kind of came to love, you know, I one don't, series into the first game. Yeah, like he was Nick Foles kinda, goes down. Yeah, so that kind of stuff happens right away. Sometimes, sometimes it takes longer, but 
And again, Anthony Gordon, if you have a taxi squad, don't feel bad at all. Just throw it on there. It doesn't even hurt you. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, yeah, there's a few guys like that that I'm kind of actively looking for to put on my rosters. I'm trying to think of even, like, some other position players. Well, before we get off on another tangent, I want to come back to Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. And I'm not not looking to pick a fight here. I'm really not. But I... I want to know how confident maybe you are in Gardner Minshew. Um, obviously, it's not the end-all, be-all, but Vegas, uh, Vegas line Jags are uh, four and a half wins is the over/under, and that's the lowest total in the league. Um, and I'm that's, not saying that's less games than he won last year. A hundred percent. I believe their defense, uh, although they drafted two rookies, you know, in the first round, that'll help. I think their defense is much worse than it was. Um, I think the offense is a little better. I think Minshew has a good season, but like how good of a season does it have to be if they're playing from behind they can't stop anybody? Sure, it's great on the offense, but if you win four games, like does he keep his job? I mean, if you're and obviously the the over underline doesn't mean anything. They could have 14 wins next next season. You know what I mean? If things go together, that, that, I don't think that's crazy. But four and a half is the line, and it's the lowest total. Usually, if you're lowest total, those teams are picking quarterbacks, and there's two pretty good ones next year. I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there that the season happens and move forward that way in, in this thinking, you know, right now. Uh, are you so confident that Gardner is still the quarterback? You know what I mean? Next year, if the team is picking in the top five, um, uh, I mean that's a tough one to answer. I and a lot of things will transpire from here to there. I just. If that's a possibility, you know what I mean? Like, again, Bortles put up wonderful fantasy numbers. Bortles and Menchu do it completely different, so I'm not trying to do it, you know what I mean, compare it that way. But just Bortles was, what, quarterback 9 to 12 a couple years there in fantasy, and they dropped him for nothing. Well, right, but he, he wasn't Because the, like- team, the team only had one year worth of success when they put all that money into the defense, basically. You know what I mean? After that, that team was not good. They move on. Well, the team has only underperformed since but then even. They really weren't even that good then, though. They had one winning right. season, I think, under Bortles. Like, that when they went to the AFC Championship Minshew game, but was they put so their, much money on the defense. Best season ever. And those, not right. ever, but in a while. And the defense didn't just get there last year. It was, it's gone because it was their years previously, too. It wasn't like a one-year wonder. So Gardner still was the quarterback there that gave him that one of their best seasons. He won more games than the team was expected to last year. Uh, 100%. To completely answer your question and kind of like try to come full circle on this, like uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Like I do, like you already kind of covered it. Like I do, this is his year. He is given this job. He They're going to see what he has. I don't think they would be doing that the way they chose to if they didn't want to give him that opportunity, if they didn't want to see what he can do. I think if he can do it again and if he can win, he can keep that job next year. And they'll spend those draft picks and keep building around him like they did this year. They added weapons for him. Um, Like you said, they did add some defense, but it's young. It's going to take time to groom, but... I like him with Shark and adding LaVisca Chenault will be interesting. I think having another, I, I was never on DD like you were mm-hmm. other people, yep. you know? So I think that this is really good for him. I think even you're excited about the Chenault edition. Oh, I love um, Chenault. So I think Gardner can do it. I truly, truly believe in him. They do not honestly and realistically have enough invested in him to where they need to care if he can't next year, though. And they do need to move on. So I, mm-hmm. I'm well aware of that. Like, they're not going to keep investing into him. I mean, they let Foles go, and they had invested into him. They have nothing but heart invested into Gardner, and that's not going to keep you around. So, man, I, I think that he's going to do good, man. Like... I think we're going to, at times, like, Gardner might not be as fun this year. I think that Gardner's going to take things serious. And I think he's going to go out there and win games. I don't I don't disagree with you at all. I was just trying to see where your head was there. Um, Man, I, I have I, so I, many shares that I've kind of like <laughs> been like, do I come off a few of these, you know? 
like just in case so there's that side definitely you know like um I mean, he's on one of the cheapest deals you can do. You know what I mean? They always talk about building a team on a rookie quarterback um, contract. And usually you're talking about one that's, you know, even taken in the first round because those numbers are slotted and guaranteed, and that's when you win. If you can do it on a guy drafted in the fifth or later, he's making peanuts. Even even down the road, you probably give him a little bump as you go, but that's – I mean, that's a whole nother player you can put on the team, you know what I mean, upgrade, uh, just just by that money savings that you have there. So uh, Gardner I'm all Michoud for him. is making $1.7 million this year. Right. So, I mean, there's there are weapons. Like you said, they grabbed Chanel in the second round after they grabbed two pieces on defense they had to have. You know I mean, those, those two pieces barely – Barely got to the point of the veterans they gave away, but they got younger and a little cheaper, even even doing it in the first round. Mm-hmm. But the defense still isn't as good as it was last year, or that's the absolute ceiling in, in my eyes at this point. I think Schubert probably helps that defense in the middle. Maybe they get a little better there. I'm interested to see what Gruden does in this offense for Minshew. I think Chenault, like may get to challenge uh, the rookie wide receivers just because of usage. And because I think that defense is bad, it kind of sets up for Gardner to, to sling it around. Mm-hmm. As long as Chenault can stay healthy, I think, you know what I mean? That's obviously where the line always is. Yeah. But, but I I'm do not, think I'm not they anti Gardner. I just wanted to see if, if I could. I mean, there's got to be a little doubt in there. And, you, you know, you, you come to that. Oh, man. I was, I was watching the draft like anybody, but that, I mean, that was one thing that I was focused on. Like sure. every damn. Jags pick until they didn't have any more. I didn't care if we were getting late. Like, what what they take? Like, uh, they took somebody six, late. Like, yeah. yeah. And and you're just kind of like, oh, I even think you got that pick wrong. But nobody was really right. talking about Gardner, <laughs> you know. So, um, I was even worried about Anthony Gordon, who he played in college with, or somebody like right. that, and like creating that competition again, or something like that. But it's just Joshua Dobbs there. They they believe in Gardner and. I think, like you said, with investment, if what they believe in fails, I don't think they're going to feel silly walking away from it. But I do think that he's he he's gets the shot, man. And like my the way I felt about Gardner was from kind of watching what he did last year, the games he won versus what his predecessors has done with what he had. I don't think it was just because of the defense. I think that your points are super valid, though, but so i i mean i don't i want to see what happens this year like does he hit a sophomore slump like was it just like living that hype and that joy of like being out there and all of a sudden like holy shit and just like but now you're the man i mean it's right does that uh, he doesn't seem like a guy that that would wait on his shoulders but last year he was still kind of just running around playing back up getting getting his starts yep now now it's his team it's on his back yep and if he doesn't succeed, he's probably he might be gone. Yeah, or the backup on the team he was starting a year and a half. But see, can you do that? Can you do that in that town? The way you've talked about how they embrace um, him, can you then move him to the backup when you bring in you know a, if a he first does, rounder next if year? If he does crappy, I don't know. I mean, I know you don't want to like just move him to the bench, and that's what you're saying. But yeah, if the <laughs> NFL and fans are pretty fickle and if if gardner all of a sudden sucks and loses next year they don't give a crap yeah they know the mustaches and garbage garbage cans yep which is not what i want <laughs> it's not what i'm saying is gonna happen no, but yeah they i mean it's just a reality that even with my love for gardner i have to take my showers knowing that if he doesn't do well this year it could all end and it and it should that's the reality of the game as much as i like him and want him to succeed and believe he can succeed we still have to see you know and then you look at somebody like kyler murray daniel jones haskin they have more wiggle room because of the investment even if even though Mm -hmm. we can argue like stats like here and there and you've heard me pull them out of my ass too like gardner did better at this than daniel gardner did better than this than kyler like you can do that Mm -hmm. all day but those guys are still going to have jobs. They're going to be given different opportunity and they might, they're probably all in better team situations than Gardner is too, but we're going to be harder on him than all of them. 
just because of draft capital. Yep. Pretty so, much it matters until you get the first contract after that rookie deal's up, right? Yeah. So Almost until I hope then, somebody draft wants to buy matters. or sell low to me a Gardner share after this because I'm still buying. I'm just kind of like I've I've slowed my oh, roll a little bit. I don't think bit. you're getting any low. Yeah, and that's probably why I have slowed it down a little bit because you're kind of just like okay, everybody kind of like the price, the market's kind of adjusted itself now to. Yeah, I think you needed to do it before the draft if you were going to try to do it now. Now you're going to have to wait and get a slump or a bad game or two and, and try to pounce at that point if yep. you still want in. And that's about when I ended was probably a week or two before the NFL draft. Yeah. You're just kind of like, okay, you know, I've got a lot of Gardner now. Like, maybe <laughs> let's make it through this draft real quick. Right. <laughs> now they'll have a heart attack. Because, <laughs> I, I don't know, I was out there being silly. But having that's fun, right. you know. Dude, like, you're, a, you're a player of strong conviction, and when you want a player, you, you go get it. You've You've said multiple times, and I've witnessed it. Uh, you're not afraid to overpay if, and you know, you'll usually say, "Like I, I know this is maybe a little over fair, but that's where I'm at." Sometimes you got to lose some down. trades to win them. Sure. So, and sometimes it, it totally backfires. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, you you trade enough, you feel like you're you're a good player, and and you know want to dive into some situations, you're willing to take some risks for for the upside gamble, and. I, I would say you know you're, you're probably above the Mendoza line. I mean you're not you're not on the bottom. <laughs> you got you're you're still above that with your play, so oh, shit. It, it works out you know in the end. Thank you. I think you can't, you can't win them all. So, Calvin Ridley or DeAndre Swift? So we were talking about this just a little before before you when you went on full point PPR, no fun points per carry. No fun points. No. Nope. Just, um, just the PPR going for it. And we're going to take our rookie fever glasses off for a minute. It's tough, man. Uh, if my rookie fever glasses are on, I think I should definitely take Swift right now. I think right now he is worth more because everybody still has the glasses on. Dude, now I'm going to do something to you that you're going to hate. I'm going to put Detroit Sweet. Lions glasses on you. <laughs> And I do hate still it. Still have the rookie fever ones on, and now they I'm gonna I'm adding one more. I'm adding one really. more thing. I'm adding the running back sunglasses on. So I'm giving you rookie fever glasses, lions glasses, and running backs glasses. That's what I have to look through. Right. <laughs> that's totally that's totally your look through, bro. Whoa! Uh, clearly, we can see that the only person. <laughs> screen is deandre swift you just got <laughs> nauseous from all those glasses you're like everything's like wow it's on like, and off just trying to give me a seizure fish like, eye lens <laughs> yeah calvin really doesn't even show up on my screen <laughs> i have to take like five pair of glasses off who's <laughs> this scrub uh yeah i mean i think swift currently is more valuable uh, week three of of this year you know first quarter of the nfl season Maybe it, it swifts the other way. Isn't it amazing how somebody like... They're probably pretty close. Like overall ADP, startup, whatever. I, I can't I can't imagine they're too far off, right? Um, If you throw it into a trade calculator, it's about a half point to the swift side. Yeah. Half if you're point, talking value, right. yep. What are we in the 20 somewhere? 30? Yep. Like, uh, yeah, I think it's um 19.7 for... And don't quote me, but 19.7 for... Ridley, I think, and twenty point five for yeah, okay. um Swift, something like that. I hear you. So they're pretty close. I mean, you're not afraid to have a team of of more running backs than you can start and minimal wide receivers. Like so I am not, but Ridley is definitely definitely by a long mark, Ridley is my wide receiver one on that by team. a long mark. Yes, I would say so. My next would probably be Preston Williams or Justin Jefferson. Okay. Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> you know, like it's very young and, and hoping for guys to hit. I do have Edwards. So, all right. So how long do you feel like it, does that team compete this year? Like, are you, can you make playoffs even when that's set up? Do you feel, you know, strongly? Um, strongly. No, I don't feel strongly. I feel so like we just I made the team. team. 
Yeah. Like you want Swift on the team because of all the glasses you have, not because maybe Dynasty build wise, it's better to have Ridley on the team for when you should make the playoffs, maybe the year after. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I guess one year probably isn't that different, but, you know, it's probably a what, four or five year for you to get that return around. Yeah. Yeah, I take. My running backs are like Jonathan Taylor. I would take the receiver. David Montgomery. And then like. Zach Moss, so, Dylan. So yeah, and um, Joshua up. Kelly. Those rookie fever glasses you have on, or like goggles, like they're just attached to your yeah, face. Yeah, well, this is work. this is that team that like I traded Carry on and Ingram away like two days before the NFL draft, and I gotcha. traded Cam away. So I've got Joe Burrow, Tyrod Taylor, um, but yeah, a bunch of youngins, man. Really, kind of a fun team for me. But it does. I don't feel like it's a strong contender with yeah. my wide receivers or running backs. So giving up Ridley does kind of hurt me. But gotcha. always more pieces to move around. You know, if I need to, you know, I want Swift. I'd, I'd give him a home on any of my teams. <laughs> 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 um, I think it's funny how like D- Daryl Henderson literally hurt Gurley's value more than Swift hurt Carryons. Yeah, that's that's probably fair. Just crazy. Um, but Daryl Henderson doesn't hurt Cam Akers' value at all. No, nobody cares anymore. Nope, it's Cam Akers' time. Henderson went away. There's a few truthers out there. Actually, it's funny when you see like the truthers for like people that have never ever done anything, mm-hmm. and but they still have a reason. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I gosh, I still have Kenneth Dixon shares somewhere. I'm sure I do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. But man, so you want the Ridley side pretty strong? I, I don't know. Strong's probably not the right word, but I'm trying to take out my you know general likingness to the wide receiver side. Anyways, Ridley's still very young. Um, I bet for at least another two years, he's always going to be looking at the second. Uh, best corner on the other side of the field um, on a team that's probably still going to have to throw a decent amount. You totally well, took your glasses off on me here. Yeah, they fell off there. I told you, my fat head busted them off. So, uh, rookie fever and Detroit Lion and running back glasses is an easy swift call. But I think there's a Ridley fever. I think there's two or three in most leagues that have that fever. Sure. I don't know that it's widespread as much as it's been in the past. I mean, we mentioned my team, so I don't have a lot of good players on it, but like if people get a hold of me, they want Ridley. So there is a, I think there is a little bit of a fever, but so you, you will almost never trade a running back away without getting one back. I'm not going to say that's a rule or principle for you, but it's very unlikely that I see a trade where you move a running back and don't get one back. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking for it. It might happen sometimes. Yeah, it's. I think it's yeah. very fair to say. I'm I'm less inclined on uh, coming from the other side because you know I'm I'm more wide receiver heavy. I'm less inclined to when I trade a wide receiver away. To, to ask for one back, but I've noticed myself kind of trying to do that anyways, even if it's a one on a much lower level, just, you know what I mean? Looking for that future kind of pop. I only <sighs> have to start two wide receivers. Well, you only have to start two running backs too, right? Well, yeah, many, but you can find so many spots. wide receivers here. How many there. flex spots do we got? Or is this one where it's like you, you only have to start two, but can start up to six kind of deal? I think it's like three flex spots, two running backs, two wide receivers, yeah. three flex, super flex. Tight end. So you can start up to five of either one position. Yeah. Right here. You know, so it makes it less, I don't want to know if desirable is the word there, but, you know, maybe that's a point towards Swift favor where that, that probably feels a little safer week in, week out to have a, one of those flex spots or, you know, your RB2 or one of the flexes. Mm-hmm. He's not giving me Swift unless I give him Ridley. Yeah, I hear you. And I mean, I, I totally understand where he's coming from. Like after, I mean, like I, I said, I threw Brandon Ayuk and David Montgomery at him. Um, I thought it was a decently strong offer. He's the Jimmy G owner, so I played that like trick move that I like to try, and it backfired right away. He's said I don't want Ayuk, no interest, and not much in David Montgomery. 
Um, so what I don't if, know if he's trying to downplay the players, but yeah. What if what? <laughs> what if what? What what if you make the Ridley and Swift deal, mm-hmm. but you're pairing, I mean, maybe you just were pairing Ayuk because it's the Jimmy G. I know you do like to do that, but it's what? still a rookie wide receiver that got that taken in the NFL first round. First round, yeah. Right? And pair that with David Montgomery, who continues to get shit on for some reason, even if you don't like him. I feel like his he probably he, increases he, yeah. by a decent amount this year moving forward. He, he was silently Maybe. just under 1,200 yards through the air right. and on the ground. So and, and if you either believe that Foles coming in makes Trubisky better or Foles wins the job because he's better, I think that lends itself to the offense being on the field more and Montgomery probably eating a little bit more all the way through there. Uh, I would say the 1,200 mark is, is probably Montgomery's floor this year. You know what I mean? I'm looking for a little bit above that at least. Why don't you take Ayuka Montgomery and and go look to try to get a different wide receiver that you like maybe as much or you know similar yeah. to Ridley? I have thought about that a little bit too. So you still get Swift and then you get something that close that you feel like you can use right now. Well, I want T. Higgins. And that dude is so tough to trade with. I want the stack. I want the Joe Burrow stack because I don't feel like my team is is super great right now. I've only got Teddy Bridgewater and Joe Burrow. I don't have much Joe Burrow. I think this is my only share, actually. So I, it would be more fun for me if I had T. Higgins just to see what happens. That's way more fun than going to buy A.J. Green low. I'm Ooh. not a Boyd guy, so I'm not going out to get Tyler Boyd at this point. Um, I wanted to get Higgins, but he's hard. He said, get me Debo, and then you get Higgins. And it's kind of like, what's that? So you have Debo and Ayuk on that team, huh? No, I have to. I have to go get Debo. Oh, you have to go get Debo. Yes, <laughs> that's the only player that will be traded for Debo. Yes, I have to go. I don't know if it's the only, but that's what that's literally. Move. Yes. So he's been trying to get Debo off of that owner for forever and can't do it. So he said, <laughs> "I can tell it. you want Higgins really bad. A player that comes to mind that I want just a bad, just as bad is Debo Samuel." If you can get me him, done deal. And I'm like, well, wait, like, okay. So, because I kind of wanted Higgins cheaper than what I have to go pay to get Debo. Probably. Like, maybe yeah. we can work like, something out in the middle. And, yeah. And then that's just it, too. Like, by the time, like, I go get Debo, I think hey, I could Higgins make you plus. happy right here, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to go get Debo, like by the time he's in my lineup, I'm questioning if I'm coming back to you unless I got a super good deal on Debo. And then I'm still like, okay, dude, so now you have to give me Higgins and something because I just did all this. <laughs> like, So I orchestrated. Give him Debo Light and Ayuk and see, see where he goes. Be like, this is kind of like him. Yeah. It's not really, but and I, man. I might have to try that move one day. <laughs> Sounds fun. So I kind of looked at the team and – sent a couple weird offers that even when you're sending them, you're like, okay, I'm okay with this deal, but wait, you know, like now I have to give Debo to you for Higgins if he accepts this shit? Like, and you're just, I don't know. It it just got weird and <laughs> too, many, too many hands involved. I don't is, know. So, and then I asked the guy, I said, so, hey, is Debo available? If we lighten it up, you know, can, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like, yeah, Debo's available. So I orchestrate like a pretty like, decent three-way trade and i think that the person that was getting the most in the trade i truly believe this i truly 100 percent believe this was the one that wanted debo and the one that would have been getting debo i truly believe that he was getting more in that deal than anybody i really do by by probably five to ten points on the trade calculator not just my assessment mm-hmm and it wasn't just like a bunch of random people tossed in to make this work. It was like strong deal. He was getting Debo, probably the best player in the deal, and some. He was the first one to reject it. Mm. So then you're kind of thinking like, man, like maybe you're the problem. Not the, like, what are you offering the Debo owner? Because he's saying he's ready to move him. I feel like I could get him right now, and it'd probably be a fair offer. But then by that point, I think I want Debo. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not giving that up for that now. <laughs> so, Higgins, Higgins feels like one of the receivers, and we say it, you know, a lot about rookie wide receivers. But especially if AJ Green is there, is Higgins one that you you look to try to get maybe mid season? 
or you're not you think maybe Higgins pops early enough where it, this is as cheap as it's going to be for a while. And then, you know what I mean? And then like in a month, it's going to, it's going to be more than it is now. I or, think, you know what I mean? Once we start playing, it's, it's, it's going to slowly creep up, not plateau or come down. Yes. Yes. Early. No. And no. And yes. I don't even know what I asked, <laughs> but I, I think that I have, I, in this league, I don't think the price will drop for me in particular because of who has them. And yeah. because I've shown my cards a little too much, he, he, he's seen offers that were solid enough to where he's like, wow, you want them really bad. It's like, dude, I, that come on, man. Like, you're winning every deal I give you, and now I have to go right. like it's the one. get Debo. And so I think that yes, I think that I've inflated the price in that league. But I think you're absolutely right. I think that T. Higgins is going to be one of those guys that contenders or even non-contenders might kind of lose a little bit of hope on and sell out at the wrong time. I mean, dude, even look at this year, how much like vet prices, even the the one year vets, if you can call them that, the Terry McLarens of the world and the I won't say AJ Brown. His price is still extremely high, but the Metcalfs, those guys, like people have so much rookie fever, which you know I get and you know I love, but people have so much rookie fever that they're trying to acquire these rookies over those second year wide receivers already. And so you know that that's going to happen with some of these next year, especially, we say it all the time, but the shortened season, no training camp, these wide receivers not getting reps um yeah there's going to be some wide receivers you can buy low all year long and i i don't see why i should have to pay debo for higgins yeah you don't so it, you kind of get to look at it and I, i'm sorry i don't think this person's a listener but if you are i think you just need i think you go get debo really easy you just need to go pay him fair market value i i from what i've seen of this situation you're you're trying to get debo on a deal and Brandon Ayuk didn't scare the Debo owners. If anything, it might help him. I mean, Debo was viable with Emmanuel Sanders last year, and right. So he'll he'll be viable this year. But yeah, if you want Debo, go go get him. But I'm not doing that for you. <laughs> so man, fun stuff. So I think though, what you do have me thinking here is I do believe if I wanted to, I could get Higgins. And a little extra for David Montgomery. But I don't think mm. I would be interested in making that deal unless I had um, Swift on my team. And even then, I think that Montgomery's floor is so much safer than Higgins. Sure. And and I don't know that you can get Higgins plus right now. Yeah, maybe not the plus. For Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery's kind of that cheap dude, isn't he? Which is crazy because Higgins is somewhere between 112 and like 205 in rookie drafts and Montgomery was somewhere between like right 103 and 106 last year yeah <laughs> and 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 again like you said secretly had about 1200 yards yeah and is less valuable yep people crazy for sure and and I mean he's pretty much just got Cohen there I mean last year he even probably had a little bit more competition I don't know what happened with Mike Davis nothing did Mike Davis die he did not die. I'm going to check that. <laughs> he should not check that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yes, sir. This has been super fun. It was nice. I got stretched out a little bit. I'm I'm feeling a little bit more limber. Well, Maybe time to hit the your, gym. What's your pulse on? What, how are you feeling on Ayuk? We brought him up a bunch. I am not worried about him if I'm a Debo owner. I'm no, with you no, there. no. Not how are you feeling about Debo with Brandon Ayuk. How are you feeling about Brandon Ayuk? Meh. Yeah. I'm I'm not looking for anything out of him this year. His I don't have I don't have an Ayuk. Uh, he's fast. He's fast. I and then does it kind of just end there? I don't know. I don't think he's ever what Emmanuel Sanders was for stretches even last year. No, he is not gonna bring like that experience and well, no, I mean just just the production that Sanders had, you know, through some of those games. Like I, I don't know, I don't think Ayuk ever gets there. I don't know that offense is is able to support a, a another third piece like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Especially the way they want to they want to run with weird pieces like Jarek McKinnon and Jeff Wilson Jr. I picked McKinnon up off waivers. 
That's why that's uh, I don't mind taking stabs even at some of the the craziest well, undrafted free agent rookies they brought in like whatever just grab on like we saw Jeffrey Wilson Jr. be productive in games when he gets yeah. in other guys go down I I don't mind free free stabs no, I was no, almost that, surprised McKinnon was there me, though and not on somebody's some point, IR maybe. or something but yeah. Yeah. Saw him on one waiver wire and just kind of grabbed him. I was like, eh, what the hell, you know? Like you said, you know, who knows? Yeah. He's I never mean, had got a rid shot because he got hurt so quick. Yeah, we got rid of a partial starter in Matt Breda and only replaced it with a couple of undrafted free agent rookies. So, sure. So, go by Jet out there. Howard. <sighs> Put okay. it on the board. Mike wanted a board bet. You want that on the way out here? You want that? What are we that? betting? I'm taking Jordan Howard and you're taking Matt Breda. Uh, yeah, put it on the board on the way out. Yeah, let's do that. I think that's pretty even, to be honest, this year. But I I'll like take, it. Brady's getting a lot of love out there. Full PBR. You, you already agreed. Yep, that's cool. And points per carry. All right, I'll give you what? We'll do the breakdown scoring. That's what we usually do. Whatever's Order. in there. Yeah, that works. And... Doing some Breda. I feel like everybody's on the Breda side. As soon as he went there, I'm totally fine with buying low on Jordan Howard. Though I think I think he'll give you more than a handful of RB two weeks. Yep. At least for the if year. You're starting three flexes as well. Like yeah, he'll he'll probably make your lineup more than you realize it or should. Yeah. Probably should. Ultra cheap. So cheap. Ultra cheap. I mean, really, he's dirt cheap. Way cheaper than Breda. Hundred percent. Yeah, probably. I am at DFF underscore swag. He is at FL2 drink minimum. This is the super flexible podcast. Find it at super flexible pod, super flex pod, super, super flex, flex pod. pod. Yeah. Hit me up with them trades. Tag me in it. I like to them. say things that aren't real. You're not real, man. Keeping it real. I missed it.